0: Taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 yo. It's your boy. T-O, as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking paid podcast. You one stop shop for everything TV, meaning from related, along with any of the goddamn anyone. blah. Any other goddamn thing we want to talk about coming to you live, direct, proof of concept studios. Ugh, tongue twister.
1: Uh, yeah, bro. I mean, yeah. it's it's both a tongue twister and it's Wednesday. So yeah. Oh, I understand. You will still say that. Uh I don't know, but that is that's one of those things where, like, if you say it, <laughs> I will be mad at you because it's still very funny. <laughs> one of the greatest commercials of all time.
0: Oh, uh you know there are definitely some like you know gen zers running around like what the fuck are you guys talking about oh
1: you you know it's the fucking gen z they'd probably want to cancel that camel or something (laughs) like that like oh he was he was fucking he said something bad or he made people in the office uncomfortable cancel him
0: (laughs) hey look uh, you can't help who you cancel these days you know they cancel themselves basically you know yeah but we're not gonna let gen z do it you guys haven't
1: fucking <laughs> earned earned enough cancel credits to cancel anybody
0: cancel credits holy shit uh what if that was an actual thing like you can earn a certain <laughs> amount of credits in order to uh cancel uh a person like you have to build up enough credits mm-hmm. uh naturally uh white people are automatically given uh 8 000 credits just you know for being them you know Yeah, but their (laughs) credits also
1: don't really mean as much.
0: (laughs) Because they're not canceling nobody. Uh, Don't don't tell them that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, shit. That Um, starts a whole nother debate.
0: Well, exactly. Uh, Dude, let's get right to the goods, man. Um, Look, uh, we left last week's show on uh, uh, what movie that we left the theaters like, what the fuck? I can't, I can't uh, you know, I don't know what the fuck I spent my money on. I, I spent my I put my money, walked into a fucking theater and I watched this shitty ass movie. Right. You asked me what the worst movie was that I watched in theaters. Uh, look, I'm sure that there are probably like others that are probably like, you know, a better example than this. But I will definitely have to say, dude, I think the worst movie that I watched in theaters that I can remember right now, it was Batman versus Superman. I think that was the worst movie that I think I've, I remember leave distinctly leaving the theaters thinking that was some bullshit, but I don't know what the fuck that was, but that was some bullshit. Uh, now in retrospect, uh, going back and watching Batman versus Superman again, what I can, we can, we're going to parse this apart when we, we we're going to talk about the justice league, uh, the new Snyder cut that just came out. Um, Going back and watching Batman vs Superman, it actually wasn't as bad as I remember it being. But the things that were bad about it were really fucking bad. Like bad to the point where I'm still tempted to say that it's a terrible movie, which it is. I, I, you know, fuck it. It's still a terrible movie. B- mostly because I disagree. Mostly because of Jesse Eisenberg um, and also the plot made no sense. Those are the two things that I'm like, nah, I'm done with this. The plot yeah. did not make any sense.
1: Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor makes no sense at all.
0: No, like, no, 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 no. No, no, I that's where I disagree. I think it wasn't the fact that Jesse Eisenberg couldn't pull off Lex Luthor. It's just that whatever direction that they gave him, that it's like just make him this like fucking uh manic, like twitchy, speed talking person, like that was like the wrong fucking thing to like go with. I know Jesse Eisenberg can pull that off of just like somebody who talks a lot and yada yada, but he had to be like kind of coached up to being like, okay, this is the iteration of Luxu that we wanted. And whatever that iteration was, it was a complete failure, uh, on all accounts, the hair, the wardrobe, uh, the manner in which he, uh, his backstory, how he was born, they got everything wrong. (laughs) I don't even think they got into all that, but anyways. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's, I wanted to pick up where we left off last, uh, last, um, last week um so in jumping into our this week uh next week scenario yeah uh, i I just want to get some thoughts uh about what i'm thinking about this week uh i'm in the middle of watching handmaid's tale um one thing that jumped out at me that i was like oh shit like this is weird and how come nobody is talking about this really is uh the fact that elizabeth moss uh who's the you know she's the star of the show uh she's a scientologist and I, it didn't hit me until literally like two hours before, you know, doing, doing this. Uh, I was watching an episode of Handmaid's Tale and I was like, wait, isn't she a fucking Scientologist? This is weird as shit. Like given the like facts, in, in real life or in, in re- the no, show? No, no. In real life. She's a Scientologist. Mm. I think she was, if I'm not mistaken, I think she was actually born into it, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so... Uh, Scientology's that old? Because she's like
1: <laughs> 30, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I believe so. I believe Scientology Scientology's
1: always. been around for more than 30 years. Oh shit. And her Dude, parents I mean, had to have
0: fuck. Think think of when 30 years. I thought years it was, started 30. in like
1: 2012 or something like that. No,
0: that that might have been it might have caught fire because of the uh the lay remedy uh situation. Um in terms of like you know people like knowing about it, but it's been around, dude, since like I, I don't, anybody feel free to correct me. Since like the eighties, maybe even seventies, I don't know. But it's, no uh, way, yeah, it all started with this dude, uh, something Hubbard or some shit like that. I don't know. Uh, it's weird. They some aliens involved. I don't. I don't fucking know, dude. It's it's a weird. Yo, he, just like it's a lot of created it. it's weird
1: shit. Yeah, whoever created it was like, I didn't think this shit would run this long. <laughs> like as as long as the check keeps clearing. <laughs> yo, I'm gonna yo. keep getting money and lying to these motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> yo, it, it's just like anybody who, who like it, like entertains people, and they're like, I, I, like I don't know why you guys keep showing up every week, but all right, let's just keep yeah. doing so, it. I don't know. <laughs>
1: so I always make fun of Scientology because, like, in their religion, it's like there's like this belief about like the only reason unicorns didn't ex- doesn't don't exist is because like they didn't get on Noah's Ark or some shit like that or something along those lines, right? Hmm. But then there are a That's lot a of scratcher. other There are a lot of other, but like Scientologists can also say, well, like you guys believe that Mary was actually a virgin. So, you know, back scratcher there. Yeah. Did she have like three baby daddies in the Bible or something like that? Uh, I think it was one. And then like, uh, <laughs> and then it's like the Christians believe Moses parted the Red Sea or some shit like that, right?
0: Well, yeah, uh, Jesus walked on what? water. What? Just all that shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you're you're right, and that's what I was beginning to say. Is that it's it's all kind of crazy, but but the fact that she specifically is the star of the show, basically about this weird ass fucking religion that makes women, um, uh. uh uh, basically be slaves uh, essentially um, all for the sake of having children. Um, it just struck me as odd. Now I kind of, now I'm looking at the show in a little bit of different light. Like, hmm. Uh, I don't know if you I know can why? quite believe you in this role, but all right. Because the Church of Scientology gets thirty percent of the <laughs> revenue that she generates from the show. And they, that's they say, why they're like, "Yo, we get it however we can. It doesn't even fucking matter." Uh, yeah,
1: she 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 told them about the show. They were like, "No, that's that goes against our beliefs." And she was like, "Well, they're paying me five hundred thousand an episode. Run they're the like check. that goes well Run in line with check. our beliefs." <laughs> Uh we, we're gonna have to co sign on that. Um and, right. and they have to include a new Bentley for for our director of operations.
0: <laughs> Nothing less. Yeah. If they come back with Alexis, we'll tell them no. no. Um so uh in other news, uh Issa Ray actually signed eight figure deal with uh Warner Media. Uh so she's staying with HBO basically. Uh Insecure I think is gonna be on its last season. Uh I don't know exactly when it's coming out, but uh but that was that's pretty good news, man. Good for good for Issa, man. She uh absolutely she's definitely carved out um a, a space for herself uh so so big ups to uh isa ray uh glad she's uh she grabbed a bag you know um, yeah listen but,
1: listen you have different conversations now when you know that money is when that, yeah. you sign that guaranteed contract Garcon. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's NFL money she got. Now.
0: Yeah, yeah. You just, you just all, you start clapping for a fucking, uh, Butler for no apparent reason. There's no Butler around. You're just like, but you just feel the urge automatically to, to, to signal for your Butler. Um, uh, also, in news: uh, Jamie Foxman, man, uh, he's going to be playing Iron Mike. Uh, in an yes. coming, and it was it was thought to be that it was going to be a film, but instead, it's going to be a uh, a, a miniseries, uh, that or a limited series, I guess. There's no fucking difference between miniseries, which, and which I think series.
1: is necessary because, like that, the Mike Tyson story has so many layers, um, and and I, I don't think one movie would do it justice. Uh, right. And and I mean, I think fans are going to be uh, static to get like more of Jamie Foxx as Mike Tyson. I don't think of I can't think of anybody else who could play the role. I don't know if you've seen uh, Jamie Foxx do Mike Tyson's impersonation, but it Dude, is spot on, to, like, far better try, than anybody else.
0: I was trying to get some B-roll the other day, and I just could not for the life of me find it, even though I've known like he's like always wanted to play the role he's always kind of uh, i know he's always done you know some things where he was he's was like I, uh mike tyson um but i couldn't find it for life me i don't know why um maybe i was searching in the right places but uh interesting news uh uh antoine uh, fuqua uh is going to be directing and martin scorsese is going to be executive producing so it's definitely got a got a team around it that's uh that's pretty yeah fucking dope, yeah though. Um, and so, uh, we're doing, and a complete weird side note, uh, there's actually another Mike Tyson, um, uh, uh I guess series or, or movie that's scheduled to come out. Um, and it's executive produced by Margot Robbie. Why? What? I don't know. Uh, look, I- I'll read from this article from Collider. Uh, this isn't the only adaption of, uh, the Tyson story in the works, uh, with Huli also developing, uh, Iron Mike with, uh margot robbie as one of the executive producers which mike tyson has blasted as a tone-deaf cultural misappropriation uh of his life story luckily fox's take uh has been given the blessing and complete backing of the former world champion fighter weird uh okay uh yeah um, i mean to to tell
1: someone's story who's alive and well and who says you know, it's tone deaf and cultural misappropriation to to go forward with that. And what the fuck is Margot Robbie even doing near that nah, project? You see,
0: that's 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 well, hey, look, I that's correct about that. I don't I don't know. You know, because it's like
1: what insight background relationship? What well, I mean, he really but, have about but, uh, Mike Tyson.
0: No, but that's not fair because then we can't say the same to Martin Mar- Mar- Scorsese. Like, what the fuck background insight does he have on Mike Tyson's fucking life and career? Who knows? Um, but uh, he's he's Martin Scorsese, no, so he, he, no, he gets a pass. No, he doesn't get a pass. I, I um, think
1: very much so. Uh, uh,
0: no, but uh, the one that I, I kind of contend with is is that, like I don't think you. No, because otherwise, like in terms of him saying, "Oh, it's cultural misappropriation or whatever," I don't think you 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 have to always go by whatever the fuck the person is whose life you're depicting. I don't think you always have to. Otherwise, we'd have to get permission from everybody, right? Like, so if you're doing fucking, uh, I don't know, like let's say Ted Cruz, right? He's a scumbag. Um, if you're doing Ted Cruz's life, now you have to get permission. He has to sign off on on whatever you know. Even if whatever you're depicting is what the fuck actually happened now he has to sign off on it and be like not nah, not nah, that's not what happened even though like we all kind of know that's exactly what the fuck happened or like nixon with like watergate right like nixon signing off and like being like nah you know what guys let's just cancel this yeah uh, cultural misappropriation you know it's like nah nah you you kind of just have to push forward uh you know is, is there some room in there for like ah this is kind of distasteful sure but i think that you can't we can't have to get permission for somebody in order to like depict their life story. Are yes, R- R- maybe I don't know. I don't know. That's a weird. I, that's I a don't weird know. Thing.
1: That, that's uh, that's that's tricky because like tricky. you know, I, the, if, if the person already says, yeah, this is kind of complete bullshit and it's misappropriating and it's tone deaf and blah blah blah, then I mean, I feel like that. You know, it is I think I feel like there's like value in that, and it may taint the story a little bit. And like, what perspective are they telling it but, from? If none, none of the insight was gained from the person who the story is about, but
0: that but the that's what I'm the okay. story is
1: about says it's completely wrong.
0: So, so you know what a perfect example of this is, or maybe not a perfect, but uh, a good example would be Britney Spears. Uh, the doctor just came out about her, right? Uh, yeah she didn't have anything to do with that yet they still put it out right uh, and i remember saying at the time like hmm this is a little weird uh you know they put out this entire document uh documentary and she didn't really have anything to do with it but it's like specifically about her life like in yeah. detail and so and it was
1: bad because like because like, i remember you and i we we watched that and like towards the uh, at the end of it, it it asked more questions or left more questions than it answered because
0: yeah, but, like, like but really that's, that's, that's all you
1: can do if the person's not involved just ask a bunch of questions not necessarily to which no, you won't really get the answer. No, there, there's
0: a lot of things that are uh like think of how we know about anybody's life, right? It's it's documented. It's it's uh it's noted in history that these certain things happen, right? So there there are certainly things with Mike Tyson that happened that were in the public sphere that everybody fucking knows about, right? Like so for instance like his relationship with Robin gibbons Maybe we don't know the intimate details about that that uh uh Relationship, but we do know what the end of that relationship was, you know. Yeah. um and so uh, I don't know. I, I think that it's it's a push and pull, but I don't think it's a solidified one way or the other. I don't think you can uh, you have to absolutely get permission from the person to yeah, say yeah. or do anything. But I also don't think you can just say or do anything uh, about the person's life. Listen, the, yeah. the
1: Jamie Fox version is going to be a, a a hit. I know I'm checking for it. Mike's a part of it. He uh, he's giving it the green light. Uh, fuck anything else.
0: Fair enough. Uh, uh, what's uh, what's coming out this week though is uh, the the Mighty Ducks. Uh, I don't. Did you ever? Did you watch that? Uh, I remember the Mighty
1: Ducks as a kid, and it's it's like a nostalgic film story. You know, it reminds me of my childhood. Uh, do I give a fuck about the Mighty Ducks today? Yeah, nope. Mighty,
0: Mighty Ducks Game Changers comes out on Disney uh, TV Plus uh, March twenty sixth. Yeah I don't really give a shit about it Uh, I never really watched Mighty Ducks I just like always knew it was a big thing when we were kids I never really cared to watch it Uh, I don't know it kind of seemed kind of lame to me But I don't know Uh, for other people it might be Might be dope Um, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong Comes out this week in theaters Uh, Good luck Yeah good luck uh, risking your life for that Um, uh, Also Nobody Comes out in theaters uh, this week uh, With uh, Bob uh, Odenkirk I believe Odin Kirk.
1: Yes. Yeah. Who we know from better call Saul.
0: Yeah. Better call Saul yeah. and, and obviously uh, breaking bad. Um, yep. uh, also Tina, uh, she, uh, Tina Turner gets a documentary coming out on HBO on the 27th. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch that, man. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, you know what? Weirdly enough, I can't say that I'm a huge fan of her music, but one of the movies that like shaped my viewpoint of life period was, uh, it it has to be, uh, what's love got to do with it. Uh, if you're a kid back in the nineties that had to be a pivotal movie. Yeah, and that life. was with
1: um Lawrence Fishburne played Ike Ike Turner, yeah, right? Angela or is it Ike? Yeah.
0: yeah and Angela Ike, Bassett
1: Ike. played Tina Turner. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um, um yeah.
1: phenomenal film. They did a stellar job. Really interesting story. I mean, I think in the in the uh, music industry, she's she's an icon. Uh, she's the definition of that word, and I think she also recently announced her retirement from like um, doing any more shows touring since she's like battling a lot of health issues. Uh, mm-hmm. So this this documentary is coming out at the right time. So I'm definitely yeah. looking forward to that as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't really say I have anything for like this week and next week because you pretty much <laughs> spoke to all of mine. I was going to talk about Kong, um, yeah. uh, and we already spoke about some of the news. Uh, so. Um, so uh, yeah fuck you stealing my thunder
0: fair enough that's what i do uh coming out next week though uh, we have a french exit starring um uh i was gonna say nicole kidman it's not um it is michelle pfeiffer uh coming out in theaters uh also the unholy uh which we saw the trailer and weren't terribly impressed uh but that also comes out next week uh so looking semi forward to those uh dude without further ado um let's just jump into our shit here man let's let's get into it dude. Look, in life, sometimes, right when you when you're young, um, sometimes you can get uh, you you can get a little ahead of yourself, right? Because sometimes uh, you may really like want something to be great. I need it to be great, right? But when you get old I have no
1: idea where you're going with this. By fair, the way, fair
0: enough. You'll 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 see soon, very very short, my friend. Uh, when when you get old though. What you really learned, the, 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 the lesson that will make your life just so much more peaceful than what it is, uh, or, or, or I guess what it would be, is low expectations. The key to life is low <laughs> expectations. Look, instead of naming this uh, 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 Snyder Cut, Justice League, Justice League Snyder Cut, whatever the fuck they named it, they should have named it Justice League, the key to life is low expectations. That's what this should have been titled as. Um, because That's
1: terrible, by the way.
0: Not a perfect fitting title. Fitting title kids, for this movie. Ki- little kids are
1: watching this podcast thinking to themselves like, great. So I should set low expectations for Absolutely. myself?
0: Absolutely. That's what Toon Day
1: taught me. <laughs> kids are like, well, I was going to go to med school, but Toonday said I should just fucking... No, no, no. Deliver it, it, pizzas on DoorDash.
0: What what I am saying is... No disrespect to anybody who's a delivery <laughs> yeah. driver for DoorDash. Hey, shout out to my door, Thank you uh, so much. DoorDash, people. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, uh, but no, uh, it's, it's, I'm not necessarily saying that you should absolutely set like low expectations of yourself. What I'm saying is... If you're really excited about something, right, like think of all the times that you've had like a really great time, like how many times in your life? And I'm sure it's happened a few times, but the, the amount of times when you've absolutely looked forward to something and you got that thing and you're like, eh, it was OK, you know, um, compared to the amount of times where you weren't expecting something to be great. And then it fucking shocked you. And you're like, oh, my God, this thing's fucking great. This thing I wasn't expecting to be good at all.
1: Right. Damn, you know what? That happened this past weekend, actually.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What happened? Tell me.
1: So we, I went to this uh, uh spot in Philadelphia called Strange Loves, which is I mean, it's actually a great spot. I'm not going to lie. The food was great. The location was great. Uh, you know, I'll keep that. The food was great. The location was great. The drinks were great. <laughs> our server was phenomenal. The location, stellar, beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Right. So the only issue was like, So I ordered, uh, uh, I believe like like French toast and scrambled eggs or whatever, right? I was hyped for this shit because I haven't had French toast in a while. I get the food, presentation's incredible. They got the powdered sugar on it. Everything looks amazing. I take that first bite and the the French toast was like lukewarm and I wanted Mm. it to be hot, right? Mm. So I took that first bite and I'm like, fuck, like I was so hyped for this and it really did not meet expectations. I, I was at a 10. The food was at like a seven. Yeah. So yeah, I know what you mean, actually.
0: Key to life, low expectations. Look, I'm not saying you should set low expectations for yourself, but for the things you anticipate, perhaps temper them a bit so that when you get them, you're not met with that lukewarm French toast in your mouth.
1: Yeah. And you know what? No, no, no. Uh, if you're going to listen and take Day's advice, take it all the way. Set low expectations for yourself, your children, your marriage. Be like, this isn't going to work. She doesn't fucking love me. <laughs> Fuck it. No. I can, no I'm that, never going to buy no, that no, house. You know My what? credit
0: score is low. No, no, no. Absolutely not. You know why? Because that then might lead you to do some crazy things. You, If you think she doesn't love you, then you might just cheat on her and be like, all right, she doesn't love me anyways. Meanwhile, she did love me. So, uh, no, 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 no. No.
1: And you'll uh, end up I'm, looking like uh, who's that guy on on who's trending on Twitter right now, uh, Derek, Derek J- Jackson? Uh, Jackson.
0: Right. Yeah, right. but we have no time to waste on his clown ass. All right, um, look, let, let's get to this really quick. Uh, Justice League, okay? Um, you know, uh, we, we you know I've come on here so many fucking times, uh, sliding the fuck uh, out of the fact that they were doing this uh, so-called Snyder cut, right, uh, and saying it's going to be terrible. Look. A fella can admit when he's wrong. I wasn't wrong that uh, that I thought it was going to be terrible. But what I was wrong about... I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Of course you didn't. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Look. And it leads me to admit something. And I'm not going to admit that I was wrong. That I will not admit. I will not admit that. But of course what I, you won't. What I, <laughs> what I will admit that I really just don't like the way that Zack Snyder tells stories. I think I just have to live with it. I think that instead of going back and forth about, is are these things good that Zack Snyder puts out? Are these movies good? Was Batman vs. Superman good? Was Man of Steel good? Was Justice League, uh, the Snyder Cut, good? Instead of going back and forth about all that, I just need to admit that I just fucking... I don't know. I just fucking hate his movies, dude. I, I don't know what <laughs> what else to say. Man of Steel, I can kind of stand, but I was really disappointed by that. Batman v Superman to me was borderline unwatchable until I went back and I actually watched it. I'm like, all right, it, it's it's watchable. It's just the parts of it that are bad are really fucking bad. So much, point, so much to the point where it might make it unwatchable, you know, uh, at, at times. Um, Justice League, surprisingly decent. It wasn't, it wasn't the worst thing ever, but the key problems that I've always had with Batman versus Superman versus Man of Steel, they just popped their ugly little fucking heads up in Justice League. But before I go on my tirade, my rant, let me hear what the fuck did you think of uh, Justice League, Snyder Cut, Snyder Cut, Justice League, whatever the fuck it's supposed to be, Tire
1: Yeah. So in my opinion, uh, Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League was far better than the original. Um, I feel like though this movie is the four key hours to life. Rain
0: is low expectations. Remember that. Remember that with what sure. you just said. So now, now
1: I want to start by saying that you know I actually did it like the first film. Uh, I mean there were a lot of glaring issues with it, but for the most part I liked it. I didn't think it was a terrible film. Um, so my expectations, like again, I'm just going to use this one to ten scale. Uh, if I were to rate the first one, I would give it like a seven and a half. Eight maybe, right? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, in wait,
0: terms of hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Did you? Hold on. I gotta go. This is this is a categorical rating. This is a categorical rating. I gotta go. I gotta go to the, to our full screen. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let me let me see if I can understand. You said the first Justice League, not this the iteration first, of it. The first the one. Would give a seven or an eight out of ten. Bas- so I'm looking. Are at you this, smoking but, crack? Are you fucking kidding me right now?
1: Listen, listen. let, let me explain. Let me elaborate. So based on like this category stunned. and this genre of film, stunned, right? right based off of these like superhero films these like theatrical what? marvel dc films
0: no, right isn't that is not an excuse so,
1: i'm i'm not gonna rate this film against uh you know uh you know inception or tenant or uh okay Gone just, with the okay, wind, how about you know? just against no, other
0: gonna, other superhero movies how about that just against against them.
1: other superhero movies i w- i would still give this movie like a seven and a half eight
0: I to think each a, look to each is you're right yeah. i'm trying to get into the more of the habit of like look your opinion is your opinion i i think that's ludicrous but uh but your opinion is your opinion man i'll uh you know i'll, I'll, I'll probably it to lean more towards
1: seven and a half right so sure. in terms of in terms of where i would rate like this uh zach snyder version i would have to give this one like an eight and a half so jump the full point um i think just because of that <laughs> Yeah, no, it makes sense. Listen, the other one I'm going to go, I'm going to give seven and a half. This one jumped a full point to an eight and a half. So it's pretty high up there. Um, I think this one did a much better job at telling the story, um, specifically uh, Stephen Wolf's story. Uh, the first film kind of gave no backstory. He was just like a minion or soldier of dark side. He came to Earth to, you know, fuck shit up. Right, this film actually gave backstory and built character around him, and him being the primary villain in the film. I thought that was very important. Uh, it also gave a bit more context and, and texture to. Uh, uh, is it Cyborg? Is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. yeah cyborg <laughs> uh, I, I, forget, I forget his fucking name uh so it also gave a bit more like texture and, and context and backstory for him as well and yeah. positioned him as more of like kind of like the glue that held this team of people together right yeah. um uh you know uh, again a lot of the characters backstories it built up i think like steph the the artwork um you know Stephen wolf looked much different I I, in this I, film I, I than have he, he correct
0: did you just out of just what? because it's me, but uh Steppenwolf. Uh, it, it, it's, it's not what Stephen it Curry it's not Stephen Curry as a wolf. <laughs> steppenwolf. Listen, steppenwolf Steppenwolf, Wolf, whatever the fuck. <laughs> can he shoot threes? Um, <laughs> exactly. Can
1: he can how's he it, play?
0: How's his three-point efficiency?
1: <laughs> um so again, I think the backstories were great. I think the uh, the artwork uh, that changed up a little bit was great. Um, you know, the super scene Superman in the black suit was great. Um, and I, I do like how they expanded the DC universe, right? They brought in the Martian who, um, you know, I'm sure we're going to see again in, in, like in future films. Um, the ending of the film was, you know, I liked how they told a different story there. They brought in the Joker. Uh, it was just, it felt like a bigger, it felt like you were in a bigger room. There's more story to, to be told. There's more space. Um, I think theatrically it was just visually more entertaining. So I gave it an eight and a half.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, Okay, Um, so since you're done, um, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm trying to get more into the habit of being constructive with my critiques of things versus just saying I hated it. Um, being a little more constructive, right? Uh, the the way that I'm going to try to achieve that here, uh, whether you agree with me or not, uh, irrelevant, right? Uh, you you get yourself some equipment and uh, get your you know, uh, hop on YouTube and make your own YouTube channel if you <laughs> if you take issue with what I'm about to say, um, but. Uh, I'm going to go through the things And,
1: and, and, and uh, sorry, disclaimer, kids, set low expectations <laughs> for this hateful review.
0: He's, he's just going to hey, shit on it. It's, it's, it, it that's, that will apply to the situation, please. Uh, yeah, don't think that this is going to be some sort of uh, life-changing uh, event where I'm going to change your opinion about uh, Justice League for whatever it is. Uh, so yeah, you're right. Uh, key to life is low expectations here. Um, I'm going to go through the things I liked and the things I, I hated. Uh, the things that I liked, there were only two, uh, things that I really liked about the movie. Uh, the only things that I really liked about the movie were cyborgs arc. I think you're absolutely right about that. He had a great arc that maybe great is, uh, taking it a bridge too far, but, um, much better, much better arc or just an arc at all. He didn't really even have an arc in the, in the first <laughs> one. It was just guys, I'm cyborg. What's up? Like, and then that was it. Um, uh, and then the only other thing that I, that I really liked about the movie was the flashes. Uh, and I couldn't yes. even really tell you what, um, what I liked about it. It just, for whatever reason, worked with me when the flash at the end, and again, spoiler alert, I guess if, you know, if you need it. Um, uh, but when flash uh, for, for a four year old movie, if you need a spoiler alert for that, but <laughs> um that when the flash goes back in time, like, uh, or, or, you know, he's like, oh man, I shouldn't do this, but fuck it. You know, For it was kind of stupid, but also it was kind of dope. I don't know. I, I gotta admit, I, I liked it. I yeah. liked the way they shot it. I liked the way it all sort of flowed together. Um, for, for the character involved as well as the scenario, it just worked, you know, cause I, I it had me like, oh shit, is this, is this like, are we about to end this? Like where they just I do hate take the way out, they make like, him run though. I hate the way they yeah, make he, him. He run. Look, he Doesn't look he look stupid. funny? Yeah, he look, he looked kind of dumb.
1: My um, bro, didn't you run track in high school? Like get <laughs> your form not. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tighten up. He, he didn't fam. need
0: to. Hey, look, you when you got the skills, you don't need to uh work on your form factor, right? Uh uh Phillip Rivers has been throwing stupid-looking passes in the NFL for uh, you know, God knows how long. He just retired uh off of a <laughs> very wealthy uh NFL career. Um Uh, and so, um, okay, let's get to all the things that I hated. I hated about the movie. And I, I did, I literally did not have enough time to list them all. Okay. But let's get to some of the major ones. Um, the one that, uh, that hit me like pretty much off bat was the weird fucking Amazon, uh, Amazonian music that they did, uh, for Diana when it came time for her, uh, her bank robber scene. Like it was just like weird fucking hymns. It was just like, And it was just like, why, why? (laughs) And if you compare it to like the original, it was like the the original was some like standard fucking like music that they did, I think in, in all of uh, like Wonder Woman. Um, And it was kind of like the Amazonian theme, but in this, it was just like, it was fucking weird, dude. Uh, uh, On that fucking note, uh, I have a clip here that I, I, I lined up. Uh, All right. While you pull
1: that clip up, the weirdest one was the songs that they did for Aquaman. Yo, bam. Bam! Say no
0: more. Say less.
1: Yeah, that I was like, "What the fuck is this?"
0: Oh wait, fuck! I
1: think that I one shorty was she. know, she was ready though. She was when she went and picked up his sweater. I'm like, "God damn! Put his shit back." <laughs>
0: you hold, hold, hold on hold on keep uh keep filibuster here i uh i have that clip i just don't know what the fuck i did yo with.
1: pull that clip i was i remember watching that and i was like it was it went on way longer than it should have and i'm just like yo what's happening and they didn't give any subtitles to like say what they were singing but they were they had the lyrics and all who produced that track that was like <laughs> <laughs> i mean you now granted the song was dope it was i think pharrell produced that shit but like it was still kind of like yo what's going on here and oh, do they even, I mean didn't, didn't they live in a small fish town? Like where did they get the studio from? <laughs> because you still gotta pay for studio time.
0: Yeah, oh fuck, dude. I, I thought I had it queued up. Uh maybe maybe I'll I'll circle back to it if we uh, uh damn dude. I I think I might have deleted it real quick. Oh, you know what? I think I can still pull it off. Damn, dude because i really wanted to cue that up because it's so fucking weird dude <laughs> it was so, so fucking weird and they like and you're right but there were so many fucking scenes within uh the um within the movie that were just like yo fam like we've been here for way too fucking long but again this points to the reason why it was 4 hours long like this could have been uh, i think uh, i was watching chris stuckman's um review of it uh he said it best when he was like yo dude this could have been 3 maybe three and a half hours if you stretch it uh but there are so many fucking scenes in there where you could have just nah fam like we could we can easily sort of blow through this shit we don't need to spend as long as we did with it um listen zach
1: studio was uh sorry zach snyder was getting paid by the minute okay he's like listen i need a lot more of them the studio is gonna cut the check
0: dude okay uh so in order to cause I, I've gotta find this clip, dude. I'm I'm just not gonna be satisfied with myself if we produce this whole thing and, and, and are
1: you looking for handle. the one of like the, the chicks singing when Aquaman and I, and is I, like, got going it. Into the water. I just
0: I for whatever reason deleted it before I moved it over to where I knew Yeah, to why market. you
1: find that? So, I also think it's funny how he you know? just like elected himself mayor of this small town <laughs> and just does as he pleases. Yeah. You know, like he just walks into the bar wet, throws a guy on the table, goes to the bar, doesn't pay his drinks doesn't have an ID. Like, bro, we still have like laws to follow. We can't serve you alcohol without an ID, the fuck? <laughs> and then like, he clearly just takes everyone's women because that woman who picked up his setter, uh, sweater who was singing the weird song, if you look closely at her finger, she was clearly married and it's like, <laughs> yeah, like this guy, he, He's re- he was really terrorizing this small town apparently. He brings fish every now and then. But not even like no no lobster, no shrimp, no
0: scallops, (laughs) and just like regular fish, no like sea bass. Like, come on, fam. Dude, I think I'm gonna fucking hate myself, man. I'm trying to find the clip, dude, and I can't. Uh, Look, I'll I'll, I'll circle back to it Uh, if we if we get time. I'll 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 splice it in later. Um, but let me get to the other shit that, uh, that I really hated about the movie. Um, uh, so, uh, you you have the weird ass... (laughs) Icelandic song, whatever the fuck they were. Uh, that was weird. Um, probably, probably maybe my biggest issue with the entire thing. Um, so you have this big bad, right? Oh my God. Like one of the major things of this film is like dark sides here. We're going to get to see dark side. He's like the biggest dude. He's like the Thanos of the DC world. Right. Immediately takes an L like, I can't respect you after you take an L, look, we can be friends. Like I can, I can have your back and shit, but I can't respect you, bro. You came in and immediately took an L. Like he immediately got chopped in half. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) That when they showed the
1: war, when they showed like the war against, you know, the, uh, from, from back in the day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. he, He did take a, he did take a major loss right there,
0: bro. I can't, I can't take you seriously. If you literally show up, if you, if you literally show up, dude, and you're supposed to be the big bad. You, I remember when Thanos came on the scene, dude, When uh, at the beginning of uh, uh, of Infinity War. Yo, you knew he was a boss. He wasn't taking L. Like, his first scene pieced up the Hulk. Like the Hulk just caught it real quick off top, right? And the Hulk was supposed to be like, yo, he's like the world beater. Like nobody beats the Hulk, right? But yeah. they immediately established what kind of dude you're dealing with. Um, yeah. With Thanos. One of right? the greatest
1: openings in movie history, too. Like I was like, yo. T-
0: Hi. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> you yo, you were like, oh shit, shit is getting real serious right now, right? Like he's not just like a rookie at this. He's not like a little, like, you know, a little whatever that he's just gonna come in and take an L. No, this is the boss right here, right? Dark side comes in immediately, takes an L. Like, literally, like they just chopped him in half and sent them back, like, fam, try again next week. <laughs> Like what? The fuck is this March? If this was March Madness, he would be out of the tournament.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, listen, (laughs) he'd be out of a job too. Like wasn't he the boss? Like yo, listen, listen, we're we're gonna IPO next week. You know, we're moving to a a board of directors format. You know,
0: you're no (laughs) yo. Literally, like, dude, he like it was so bad uh the l that he took i was just like yo i couldn't believe it i was like oh is this really dark side maybe that's not really him maybe it's like some fake dude that they just like maybe this isn't the real dark side no it was him he just came in took an l he's like look i i can't respect you after that all right that was probably the the biggest thing these other things are kind of just like things i just was like yo this is kind of stupid martian manhunter that shit was whack uh the fact that he was martha kent all right cool um the fact that he jumped in there at the end with, uh, with, uh, Bruce Wayne. Okay. Like, and he looked whack too. So I, I don't know if maybe they just ran out of money in the budget or what, but it was just like, no, I thought he looked good. N- no, look, as soon as he showed up, I, what I immediately remembered was, uh, how he looked in Smallville, uh, you know, with the Tom Welling show, uh, he kind of looked like that. I was like, bro, like you guys could have kicked that budget up a little bit, uh, to have him look a little better. um, but his whole like the whole role felt like it was just like thrown in there. It just wasn't. There was no like setup for it. There was no nothing for it. It's just the Martian is here, you know. Um, it all felt best, very best CW part about Martian me.
1: Manhunter though is the actor who's playing uh, Martian Manhunter, um,
0: uh, who who formerly was playing Martian Manhunter. You ain't playing it anymore. Trust me on that. Uh, you don't think so? No, we'll we'll get to that in a sec. Um, okay. Uh, but uh, the, the whole anti life thing. Look, look, look. I understand. It's it's an actual thing in the comics, right? But you got to like route, you you got to root um, anything called the anti-life. You've got to root that as some sort of like reality that we can hold on to, because if you don't, it just sounds stupid as fuck, right? When you just immediately start saying the anti-life matter equation. And, and now we're back into like the 90s of like, uh, this is some rookie ass shit we're doing with these fucking superhero movies. It just sounds dumb as fuck. Like, all right, anti-life now. All right, cool. Um. And then, and then another thing I, I thought was kind of suspicious about it is like I was like, "Yo, this story seems mad familiar." When they started talking about the mother boxes and shit, and how like it was just going to change Earth into like uh, apocalypse or whatever the fuck the, the planet was. I was like, "Yo, did we do? Do we already run this play?" I thought we already ran this with the Man of Steel. Isn't that what they were supposed to do with the Kryptonian ships? Where it was supposed to terraform the, the planet and make it uh, the new Krypton?
1: Yeah, kinda.
0: What do you You're mean, right. kind of? That's I, exactly what the yeah. fuck
1: happened. <laughs> I, I can't lie to you about that.
0: I was like, hmm, Zach, uh, you've only had three movies and two of them have literally the same exact plot.
1: But already. They literally called, yeah, they, they called the same play. They called that Philly special. Yeah. Like, wait, didn't Nick Foles do that in the Super Bowl? We've, we've already seen this, Zack Snyder. It's like,
0: um, he's like, what do you want me to do? You know, it is what it is. Um, okay, and then uh, the black suit for Superman. I mean, I understand that maybe in future movies they would have explained where it came from, but it really was just like for for being such a big like thing where he was just like, yeah, the black suit. What the why? What the fuck was it for? Like, was it a like it'd be different if they put in like a little scene like, oh, it's like a nod to his like heritage. Maybe it's a nod to his father. Maybe his father used to wear the black suit or some shit like that. He's just like, nah, I just feel like going all black. I was like, is this Jay-Z? Is this uh is this fucking um, the black album? Yeah, The black album or uh <laughs> remember DOA where he's like I might wear black for a year straight. Yeah um I, I don't know. They never they they you've had four hours. How did you not find time to like explain to us why he's making this style choice and why he's suddenly into fashion? Um uh and then uh uh last that was um, that was from
1: the Yeezy collection, I guess. <laughs> black it
0: out, that's it. Um uh and last but not least um the epilogue was so fucking stupid. Uh like the whole end thing with him and Joker and shit uh with Batman and Joker that was so fucking dumb. Like their whole conversation was just like guys, why are we what? Like what's happening right now? Like like I understand well we'll talk about that in a sec, but like I understand like it's re- in reference to some shit that was going to happen in other sequels but it just it felt so stupid. Like it just was like like, and this goes to the heart of the reason why, like, I, I hate the Snyder's take on all of this. It's all just like dope ass moments that you might've like pulled from the comics or like just might be dope things. Like if you just saw this one scene, right. It Then it'd be dope. Right. But the problem is it's all, nothing's tied together. It's all just random shit. That's just like, this looks dope. That looks dope. Let's make them be dope together, but they're not like tied together with anything. It's just like the black suit. Okay, looks dope, but also has nothing to do with anything. Um, Dark Side, dope looking dude, came down, got pieced up, and then expect for us to respect him for the rest of the movie? No. Um, it's just Martian Manhunter. Okay, dope idea, but what does that have to do with anything? Nothing. Like all these like weird threads that don't have anything to do with anything but look dope. Um I-
1: I'll give you know. that. Like some of the movie did feel like it was uh like exciting moments or dope moments were pulled from like the comic book uh you know the history of comic books and then the movie was made in a way to like stitch all those moments together versus having you know an idea from the end and that idea is brought to life throughout the film so i'll give you that
0: yeah Uh, and and he had and he had four hours to tell like look and and this gets from this is my the final point i'll make about the whole thing um he had four hours to tell this, like they, they, they had four hours to do this, right? Like, d- did I think that necessarily was going to prove that, uh, like immediately, oh, it's going to automatically be a better movie. No. In fact, I thought it was going to be even worse because generally speaking, the longer you have to tell a story and if you can't tell it in a succinct amount of time, that usually means you're just adding, in you know, a bunch of shit because you don't know how to write a story, you know? Um, True. Uh, but was it better than what I thought it was going to be? Absolutely. I can, I can admit that. Right. Um, but again, the key to life is low expectations. I didn't think it was going to be even remotely good. Um, and so the fact that it was better than the first one. OK, but also the first one sucked, at least in my eyes. It wasn't a seven or an eight, as you put it, at least not in my book. Um, but uh, the first one was just horrendous. So it didn't really take that much to, to, to get this one over the hill as far as being better than that one. Um, and also you had four hours to tell the story. So uh All in all, I just, it it just made me realize why I genuinely hate the Snyder's take on this entire universe. I think I I gave him a little bit of leeway with Man of Steel and said, okay, that's a, that's a warm up act. Let's see what you got after everything after that has been just thoroughly disappointing in terms of what ultimately uh, has come from it. Uh, But alas, uh, uh, let's jump into a story now that is uh, going to speak to that. Um, uh, we get to uh, the end of the, the, spy, the, uh, the, the, the Snyder verse uh, uh, grand opening, grand closing as, as, as uh, it you, you will. Um, so basically uh, Snyder talked about kind of what his, uh, what the, what the plan was. And, and whenever somebody lets something like this out, you know, this shit is over, over. Cause you can't tell, yeah. <laughs> you can't tell people what's going to happen. And then like, go do the fucking thing. No like You're letting, you're letting the sauce out here. Uh, basically he talks about how he, this is supposed to be the part of like a five part trilogy. I don't know what the fuck that means. That's a, that's a head, that's a head scratcher. Um, how do you have a five part trilogy? It's a, Trilogy. There's three. Yeah, things. Do you right? like
1: multi? <laughs> like, do you multiply the three yeah. by the five, Can or is it one like divided by the five power
0: two? Uh, five I'm lost. part trilogy. This is, this is why. Jesus. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I always love math, but I started hating it out of there. Makes no point. sense. Yeah, this is the kind of math problem they give me in fucking like uh, calculus. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five part trilogy, and I was just yeah, like, yeah. Ah, all right. <laughs> so we we you have to solve for
1: x in that equation to figure out how many movies there. Are
0: gonna make We're yeah. um so uh so he basically talks about how like basically Lois Lane, she's like it's like what the Flash was you know from Batman versus Superman, how Flash was like, Oh, you know, Lois is the key. Basically, uh Dark Side comes to Earth, uh and uh Superman task Batman with protecting Lois. Uh he fails somehow uh and lois gets killed by dark side or whatever and then somehow superman sub comes to uh you know to the dark side because he's mad about lois's death which is why we always, we get to all these fucking apocalyptic you know uh scenes uh of them and shit um yeah i don't know that all sounds kind of stupid i'll be far- perfectly fucking honest with you uh it, the reason why i love the marvel um Universe is because they took their time and they made us care about the characters, right? Forget all these glitzy, glamoury sort of like storylines, but they really like a, a part of a major part of at least for me for seeing Endgame was seeing the resolution between uh, Steve Rogers and um, Tony Stark. Uh, I wanted to see those two patch up their relationship because, like, fuck, man, like, you know, but it's because of the built up animosity through like three or four different movies. It wasn't just like you. And something, in it, not trivial, but something as cliched as, you let the person I lo- love die, so therefore, <clears throat> what they were arguing about was something that was essential to them, right? Um, as superheroes, do we have the right to just run around doing all the shit that we want to do, or do we have some sort of responsibility? Should there be a leash on us, you know? And it was that fundamental difference between the two of them, and it was it that storyline um, it seeped into like every inch of their, their, their characters. Right. And it was, it was th- like, you could see that being them with this. It's like a weird, like soap opera, superhero soap opera shit of just like you did something. So there I'm, I'm mad. And now I'm going to revenge. Uh, yada. And it's just like, you have all these millions of dollars and this is what you're going to do with it. This is the, yeah, this is the
1: shit. Uh, and and I do think that's a weak, uh, a, a weak point. to like base your entire story on it's like, you know, Lois is the key, but like, there was never any really good storytelling about like, like, the fact that there may be more to her than meets the eye, right? Yo, even um, in, even all in his we know even is that- in the
0: Snyder cut, there was she she barely had a storyline, dude. It was just like her pining over fucking, uh, uh um, uh, you know, Superman dying. Um, that was her, literally her entire storyline, even in the Snyder cut. So it was just like, yeah. All right. Well, the only thing that-, that
1: I saw yeah. that she had the key to was like his house when his mom's <laughs> crib went into foreclosure, you know, like did she, did she come in and lowball the bank and buy the property? Uh, uh, no,
0: uh, that's no, the only no.
1: thing I think she had the key to.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, and look, and besides all that, the, uh, the CEO for, uh, for Warner media already came out, uh, and it was from an article from variety that I'm reading this from already came out, uh, and, uh, and uh sarnoff um and basically said that like yeah yeah no we're we're done i'm glad uh zach snyder got to complete his his movies we're done now um is yeah. essentially what she said um and look i can't blame them because really it was it didn't seem like he was pushing the entire apparatus one thing you can give kevin feige the uh the the producer who's you know you know we can basically have him to thank for all of um uh the, uh, the Marvel's sort of success as far as the films go, there is clearly like a plan for, and not just like for like the next three films, but like a plan that's like sprawling. You know, they took yeah. how many? Like it was like twenty some odd movies that they, that I they think had twenty
1: two total films before, that
0: they uh, that, that they used game. to to get up to Endgame. Man, that's a fucking plan, man. That's a that's yeah. a, that's an entire universe right there. Yeah, it's not just it, like it let's do three like, movies and then be like, all right, we're here. You know.
1: Yeah, it sounds like this like five part trilogy thing. Like, they were gonna like make it up as they go. Like I don't. Otherwise, the studio may have like bought into it. But for them, for the studio to just as soon as uh, the Snyder Cut gets released, for them to just say, "Yeah, we're done." must mean that like there really wasn't like a plan in place as well as like a financial plan to say how are we going to make these films um what's going to be the the return on like is there enough story to tell here to like make these films and have a return on it right um for them to just say now we're done and walk away from it must mean that like it just whatever was supposed to be there whatever kevin feige had whatever marvel had wasn't there for this this dc universe
0: yeah um yeah either way who uh it's in the dustpan of uh history (laughs) as as uh, as
1: here's the question yeah would you ever watch this again the snyder cup yeah
0: i don't think there's really a need to go back and visit it um four hours long it's it's four hours long and also like i know it ultimately doesn't really lead like lead anywhere like it'd be different if it was like if you all right if you told me Like one of the reasons why I go back and watch Captain America: Civil uh, Civil War is because it's like a it's just a good movie. Like I don't care like forget all the other stuff around it, right? Like it's it's just a really good movie in and of itself, right? A lot of the plot lines between Bucky and Rogers and uh, the fact that uh, Rogers doesn't um, you know Rogers and, and and Stark have this whole thing going on now because of the Accords, all that shit is just like okay, this is just a good movie. Winter Soldier. Great movie you know i i haven't gone back and watched uh really uh the first captain america wasn't a really good movie no need for me to go back and really watch that uh the yeah second, yeah the, the, i'm not gonna the, go back and watch that iron man 2 no reason to really go back and watch that wasn't really a good movie
1: um i liked iron man two. i, I have know you keep saying you that. you keep saying a
0: lot of strange things it was but
1: good. M- mostly uh, because of um uh, mickey rourke
0: okay all right fair enough i yeah, i get you loved, on, loved him in that role but what i'm saying is it's like you like These movies require something to go back and watch. When I watch this, the only thing that I can really say about it is that it's better than the first one. That's it. Yeah. That's the only thing I can really give it. Anything else Fair would enough. be an exaggeration of of how I feel. Um, Listen, if
1: you've watched this movie once, the only good time to watch it for a second time is like if you're having like people over for like a little house party, COVID free, hopefully. Um, and you have like the TV on in the background, but you're playing music and the TV's on mute. It's four hours long. You start the movie when the party starts. By the end of the movie, that's when everybody has to leave. It's the perfect party timer.
0: Yeah. Um, so with that, dude, uh, let's let's go to one of these, uh one of these trailers real quick, dude. Um, which one? Uh, i've got time for i think one of them let's go to um let's go to the nevers let's do that okay uh and one of the reasons why i wanted to uh to talk about this uh very controversial because uh its creator is of course joss whedon and he clearly has been in the news uh Mm. to say the very least um, and so, but the, the, this is a very short conversation that I want us to have, but, uh, we'll watch the trailer and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Look, the Nevers is, uh, the synopsis goes, uh, an epic tale, uh, following a gang of Victorian women who find themselves, uh, with unusual abilities, relentless enemies, and a mission that might change the world, uh, created of course by, uh, Joss Whedon, multiple direct, uh, multiple writers rather, um, stars Elizabeth Burnington. um, ben chaplin brett uh, curtis uh, anna D- uh, devlin um this is due out on april 11th on hbo um and uh yeah without further ado let's uh let's jump into the shit. okay three years
1: ago everyone at the touched woke up with a power the touched are rewriting the rules of reality I want them under control. Even if it requires a
0: bloodletting.
1: I will cut your face to a mess.
0: You know the touched? Yes, they have weird deformities and afflictions. They're unhappy. Well, whatever they are, I think they're a goldmine. You know what a better world could be like. Is that the mission you were going on about? Yes. I do have a mission, and I'm not cut out for it, but it matters. There's a harmony
1: to our world that's worth preserving. The touched are not a threat, yet you seem determined to prove that
0: they are. The church, the purists, they're a danger to us. We have enemies we don't know about yet. First response cannot be hate, will be lined up in the streets.
1: I want the wicked punished and the good protected. You often engage in public violence. I know where I am in a fight, because I see glimpses of the future. Something happened. <laughs> it's not fun watching you throw yourself at danger like you think it's going to propose. Could be fun. Savagery. Chaos. Attached. The protection and I need information. About why we're here and what we're meant to do next. We're taking a
0: terrible risk.
1: The future of the world depends on what I'm doing. The future of the world depends on the present. Attached. A part of something much bigger. it was a bit long and i can't quite put my thumb on it yet about what i liked about mm-hmm. at least you know what what i've seen so far I, I don't know what it is quite yet but i do like it this looks really yeah. interesting it looks sort
0: of like um, you know uh uh x-men meets uh little women i never watched little women but i imagine it uh it, it's vaguely uh reminiscent uh, of that um
1: yeah you know what this reminded me of uh uh, league league of extraordinary gentlemen
0: Gentlemen.
1: yeah yeah. i think because it was like set kind of during this time but like this is uh you know this is extraordinary uh women
0: yeah
1: and uh i don't know it was just something somewhat like charming about like this uh the trailer maybe it was like the soft music but like the intensity of some of the scenes um i think the story looks pretty good looks you know somewhat Original or at least an original take on, um, you know, a story that we may have seen before. But uh, for the most part, I liked it. it. Looks good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I actually liked it too. Looks, it looks, it, it looked interesting to say the least. It looks like X Men, yeah, meets uh, meets Little Women. Um, but uh, the thing that I thought was really interesting is, like, look, if this turns out to be a hit, well, now we got a problem on our hands, right? Because we we're currently not even in in the past but currently uh, uh adjudicating uh what the fuck happened on the justice league set right so ray fisher obviously you know has made no small bones about the fact that josh whedon was a dick uh on, on set and then thereafter a lot of other people who've walked, worked with josh whedon have gone be like yeah he was a dick i don't know what to tell you especially specifically women so that makes this very complicated uh if this turns out to be a hit but where that leads me is um, the conversation of what does that mean? How like can we say if set, Joss
1: Whedon has suc- find success with this project amidst it was, his controversy? What does that mean? That for the levers
0: that, that is what I mean. But but more broadly speaking, can we separate the art from the person? Right. It's one of the things with Josh Whedon specifically that I'm conflicted with. I love Buffy and I love Angel, right? I've made no small thing that they're two of my favorite shows of all time, right? But Josh Whedon's an asshole, apparently.
1: <sighs> so, uh, first of all, let's acknowledge the fact that I used the word amidst in a in a sentence. Um, it's one of the words that I never really get a chance to use in conversation, but, um, you know, I got, yeah, I got to plug it in anyway. Uh, so yeah, personally, I do think the person and their, their, their work, like the art, right. Should be viewed separately unless the, whatever, you know, they're found guilty of is like egregious, right? Like, um, take R. Kelly, for example fucking great music but i do have trouble listening to it right yeah. occasionally a song will come on and i'm just like Dude, it, it, it makes damned, you reconsider
0: i'll be damned if i believe uh i can fly um doesn't or like when a woman's fed up and i'm just uh, like uh
1: these are classics yeah
0: it, it's it's hard man. keep and it on a down low i'm to, to, like to oh the, I sh- To the point where I'm like, yo, should I just pay somebody to sing R. Kelly songs and then listen to that version versus listening to his Mm. version? Like, does that get Mm. me around having to deal with this whole sort of like... You know, and, and and so it really got me to thinking, and obviously we're
1: not gonna just listen uh, to R. Kelly covers, I guess.
0: Yeah, is is like my only solution to it because it's like I'll be damned if the songs don't fucking yeah. slap, dude. They slap. What right. do you want me to do, America? <laughs>
1: like And the same thing with Kanye, right? When Kanye was on his whole MAGA shit, right? People like, oh, I can't fuck clearly. I can't insane. fuck with DA anymore. And I'm like, yo, oh, but he makes
0: great music okay, like, am i going to stop so, listening to college dropout like what am i yeah. gonna do
1: <laughs> so in terms of Josh Sweden, right he may very well be a dick um but that doesn't mean that if this show the nevers come or uh, it's a show right yeah it's a show yeah At least I so it. that means like if this uh series the nevers comes out on hbo max and if it's good i'm not going to not watch the show because he's a dick you know there are a lot of other people who are part of bringing this project to life and making yeah. it, if it is good, if it is good. There are a lot of other it's people tough, who are dude. responsible for making it good. I'm not going to to not watch something good yeah, because the, of like the, one uh, but person.
0: The, but the problem is is that like, okay, then just keep multiplying that, right? So like Joss Whedon gets to keep going from project to project to project because he's working with other people on said projects and he never really has to pay any penalty for being the scumbag that, that he's apparently been all these years, right? Um, and again, all these are our accusations but i feel like there's enough people saying shit uh and and uh there seems to be enough of a reality of it that at least some of it is, is true if not all of it i don't know man i i don't know at what point do you say like okay we can't support any more of these things because uh because the person who stands behind them it's like you know uh uh, uh you know allowing um uh, uh you know Weinstein uh to to continue producing movies. It's like, okay, his movies may be great, and there might be a lot of people attached to them that, that are really great, well-meaning people. But until this dude's removed, we're never going to get rid of that stench, dude. Like, because it's like sure a lot of people are involved, but also the one of the main people involved is clearly being accused of some heinous ass shit. So I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what the answer to that is, but dude, I don't know. I don't think we're going to come to this, you know, come to a great consensus tonight. Maybe we pick this conversation back up next episode. Cause I got a jet. Um, but yeah, man, um, that was our review or our reaction to the, uh, the Nevers trailer comes out, uh, April 11th. Uh and yeah, as you're as everybody's watching, I'm sure that's gonna be the same question running, or maybe the same question running through everybody else's mind is, you know, um, can we separate the art from the creator of said art? Um, and so so yeah, with that, man, I think we uh will go ahead and close shop tonight. Um uh, like always, man, if you rock with us from the beginning of the show, man, we, we love you guys, appreciate you. But also hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button, share the shit with anybody and everybody. We definitely appreciate it. It definitely helps out the show so much if you do that. Uh, we will be back uh, next week, uh, sometime, someplace. Uh, with that, we will hit the usual protocol. Fade out. Yeah, you got to write this time. Good for me. <laughs> got to write
1: Fade every out, time. Ladies and gentlemen.
0: No, you don't. <laughs>